Elections, elections everywhere. And, of course, Indiana is not left out. Tony Katz, good to be with you. Find everything, TonyKatz.Locals.com. The Secretary of State's race in the state of Indiana has gotten a lot of play. Debates where the Republican, Diego Morales, doesn't show up. Interview requests where the Democrat, Destiny Wells, who on Twitter said she would join us, informed us in a very, very, very kind email. Uh, her team informed us that she will not be engaging a, deba- uh, a conversation with us, not a debate. She did uh, uh, one of the debates. She will not come on the show to answer questions. We said we were reaching out to everybody. Jeff Maurer joins us right now. He is the Libertarian candidate for Secretary of State. Maurer, M-A-U-R-E-R, Maurer for Indiana. That's F-O-R, Maurer for Indiana dot com. Uh, uh, Jeff, good to have you uh, on the show. This Secretary of State's race, it seems like an odd position. Why in the world do I care about the Secretary of State? Uh, In your view, why should Hoosiers care about this race? Tony, good morning. It's good to be with you. Well, for the very thing that you just talked about, our government doesn't listen to us. And when you've got a candidate who refuses to come on, who refuses to answer questions, we've got two candidates who are doing that to you, Tony, unfortunately. This is about government listening to us, we the people. This office is the third highest constitutional office in Indiana. It is our chief elections officer, and our elections are how we get government to work for us. So I'm here today to talk about how I'm going to answer to you, to my neighbors, to my Hoosier voters, to everybody out there who is sick and tired and exhausted of government ignoring us. What is specifically wrong with our election systems? How, what are we doing wrong? What is it in your view we could do right? And how does that get done? There's a very long list of things that need to get done. But the short answer is, we can prioritize those and identify them with receipts and audits. At the end of the day, when we can count our cash, when we can count our votes the way we count our cash, we're going to finally get the elections that we deserve. And we can do that with receipts and audits. I started by asking myself a very simple question. Why can't I see a receipt for my vote? Why can't I have proof that I voted? And we start with that and we build with that with a complete and comprehensive and independent audit of all 92 counties, and that is what's going to give all of us the confidence and trust that our elections are working for us. No more hiding. So now let's talk about what an audit entails. Let's dig a little deep. Talking to Jeff Maurer, Libertarian candidate for Secretary of State, M-A-U-R-E-R, MaurerForIndiana.com. That's F-O-R, not the number four. Every time you put four on a website, guys, man, it makes makes my life very, very difficult. MaurerForIndiana.com. You do an audit of a county. What could an audit show? And based on that information, how do you fix the election that just took place? Sure. So audits are meant to look at it. Sorry, we've got two different kinds of audits. Currently, we have a very limited audit. It's only just checking a vote to make sure it was that goes back to the original. That's sort of like what we saw in Florida in the 2000 recount. It's very limited, very focused. What I'm calling for is a comprehensive risk limiting audit. It's a top to bottom audit. It looks at everything. So it looks at who handles our votes. It looks at how they're stored and secured. It looks at who has keys and access to those those rooms. It looks at the hardware that we have. It looks at the software that we have. And yes, it also compares the digital count 
back to an original paper backup of some kind or another. So those looking at everything, all the vulnerabilities, everything, think about cash in a store. If this were a little coffee shop, Tony, that you and I ran, we would look at the security system. We would look at the lock in the front door. We would look to make sure that customers weren't getting behind the front counter to touch the cash register. We would look at all of these things. And at the end of the day, we would count the drawer and make sure that it all adds up. So common sense practices that we know from our businesses, that we know from everyday interactions, if we take that and apply it to our elections, we're going to finally know that the votes that are counted are correct and that no votes that should not have been counted have been submitted. So the, these audits, uh, th- this, this maneuvering, what does this cost? Is this already in a Secretary uh, of State's budget? Does this require a tax increase on Hoosiers? So as a libertarian, I'm against big government. In fact, I want to make government smaller. And the way that this will work is, no, there's not currently funding directly for this type of risk-limiting audit. Um, but first, it's independent, so I'm not asking county clerks to do this. this. The audit is meant to show that they've been doing good work and they've been doing work within the guidelines that they've been set. But there needs to be leadership from the state level to help um, make sure that our, our elections are more secure. And the cost of that audit needs to be put to uh, three different ways to pay for that. First, within a $16 billion state budget, there's always room for spending money on the things that we need or things that we want, and this is something that we absolutely need. Second, we have a $6 billion state surplus, and that can be used for it. And third, this is part of a good risk management program. So we might pay for auto insurance or home insurance, and we pay more than zero because it protects us from some extraordinarily expensive downside. And the audit is meant to do that. It will help deter any kind of litigation. Remember, after 2020, Texas and other states sued each other over their elections. It will help deter being sued. And if we are, it will be the best evidence to show that our elections were working correctly, that we did do everything correct. And let me just point out this fact. We have a very narrow audit of just the hardware and just the software. And that's basically imagine just auditing the cash register itself. Is the cash register working? And that was done for 2020, but that report is still secret. I'm not aware of anybody who's ever actually seen or read this. So if it's so good, why is it hiding? Talking to Jeff Maurer, Secretary uh, of State Candidate Libertarians. Uh, you can find him at Maurer, M-A-U-R-E-R, for Indiana.com, Maurer for Indiana.com. You have under your priorities on your website three things, elections, audits, and small business. Now, I want to dig in on the small business, but first, uh, a 30-second primer. What does the Secretary of State do for small business in your view? Sure. So the office has a very narrow mandate. It is the office charged with licensing businesses. You, the entrepreneur, you, the innovator, you, my Hoosier neighbor, you're the one who creates businesses, creates jobs. Government does not do that. But what government does do is recognize your legal entity, the business that you're forming, and that's the narrow administrative role of this office. However, this is an opportunity for real leadership. This is where government can help serve the people of Indiana by making an environment that's welcoming to small businesses and Hoosier entrepreneurs. I myself founded my VR tech company here in Indiana, and I know what it's like to be a small business owner. I'm focused about payroll and cash flow and product and marketing and competition. The last thing I'm worried about is the stack of paperwork that the government wants from me. Okay, that's more than 30 seconds, but I like the answer. Don't get me wrong. (laughs) Why? 
Oh, why, Jeff? And I'll give you 60 seconds on this one. I'm up against it. Okay. You have on your website legalized cannabis grow businesses. Normally, I ask, can a libertarian please just go a day without talking about legalizing cannabis? But it's now the all the rage and it's all the conversation. Why is this as a specific listing under small business? Is this the focus of the Secretary of State? No, it's not, and it's very much outside the confines of the office. And so there are a number of different industries I support, from autonomous vehicles to medical device to cryptocurrency. And I think many of our farmers' neighbors will enjoy and profit ultimately from growing hemp for all kinds of construction materials and other products. But to talk about the future, and this is a great example, the future of businesses, there are people who will benefit. There are all the support industries that will be created and built to serve this and other future industries that we don't even think about right now. So this is where leadership's needed. We need to create the legal environment, and that means working with our legal community and working with the legislature and with the governor's office to sign bills into law to make it possible and welcoming to create these types of businesses, not to pay millions of dollars to bring in billion-dollar companies, but instead to create homegrown Hoosier businesses right here. In five seconds, am I going to be able to get a license or can only certain people get a license? That's up to the legislature. Ooh, that's actually the right answer. Although some will say it's deflection, Jeff. That's what they're going to say. Just letting you know. Well, get ready I'm for that. I believe in limited government, and that means you don't even, You wouldn't even have a license, would you? That's going to be up to the voter, and no matter what you believe, I want to make sure that your vote on that issue, whether it's for a candidate, a campaign, a cause, a party, that your referendum, that your vote gets counted. So however you feel, it's my responsibility to make sure that you get heard fairly.